0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am back for another episode here of From My View. Uh, Sorry, once again, this was uh, too long of a break that I had here. Uh, Mostly, you know, kind of awkward timing with, you know, this host is really designed to really focus on college basketball, Summit Hoops League in general. And I really want to make it be a very personal uh, behind the scenes view with players and coaches uh, unfortunately, th- that last part of December and early January is just kind of an awkward time for everybody with finals and holidays and travel schedules. So, just couldn't quite line up a lot of things. Uh, recently, I've been uh, having a little bout with COVID. So, that kind of delayed things. Couldn't really talk for a while. Um, and so, but we are back at it again my name is tim hill if you are new here i am a uh, contributor for reaching the summit podcast with my good friends over there headman todd buckingham who was on my last episode uh this is just kind of an offshoot of that like i said just trying to get that personal view with players and coaches around the league i really do a heavy focus on saint thomas who is locally here in a, a program that has really uh really welcome me in to get a lot of uh, behind the scenes action with them and then my other main focus is oral roberts who i've been covering for reaching the summit podcast for the past three seasons and the uh the special thing about that is today my guest is finally the guy who really got me excited about this sports media stuff is the guy who really is responsible for taking me on a wild ride, uh, covering oral Roberts back in 2021 when they went to a sweet 16 is the all-American point guard. Max Ace is here. Uh, we had a fun sit down and, uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, I'm going to recap, uh, the past couple weekends, how the Summit League is looking so far. You know, early thoughts, uh, future predictions, and then uh, we'll kind of preview this weekend coming up as well. Uh, with that said, I also want to give a shout out to the South Dakota State Jackrabbit football team. I am a South Dakota State uh, alum. When it comes to basketball, in my reporting, blogging, podcasting, tweeting, whatever it may be. I try to keep my biases uh you know pretty tame there obviously have my focuses on teams but when it comes to football especially when it comes to south dakota state versus north dakota state i am not shy about who i am rooting for and uh man this last weekend down in frisco texas the south dakota state uh jackrabbit football team not only beat the defending champions really the kings of fcs our arch nemesis our arch rival but they absolutely boat raced the bison. It was it was a beautiful thing to watch all day. My college friends uh, texting, tweeting back and forth. It was uh, that was back on Sunday. I mean, that's the first time I barely watched any NFL football on a Sunday uh, because of that game. It was just a blast. So John Stiglmeyer, who is the uh, head men's uh, co- or head football coach there. Coach Stig's been there uh, through the D2 years, transitioning into D1 uh, when I was there in college. And, man, has that guy done something special out there in Brookings and finally, finally gets his national title. Uh, hopefully he's back to run it back. Uh, there's been talk over the last couple of years whether, you know, when might be his last ride. If this is it, what a way to go out. Hopefully he's back. I hear quite a few players are going to use their COVID year to come back, run it back, and uh, try and defend that title. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to football season already for the Jackrabbits next year. Should be a good one. Uh, So, yeah, just wanted to get that out of the way, especially uh, for any of my uh, North Dakota State uh, friends that are listening, maybe, uh, you know, guys within the Reaching the Summit podcast, Uh, my my friends at the Bison Report, maybe – Friends of the North Dakota State basketball team that listen in. Just wanted to give you guys a shout out that we finally got you. We finally got you. The uh with the national championship runs through Brookings now. So with that fun out of the way, we'll get to it. Uh yeah, we've uh we're back into summit hoop season. We are fully into it. We're actually even close to the midway point of summit hoop hoop schedule here. <clears throat> Uh, we've had, uh, three, somewhat three weekends so far. There was a weather, uh, one weekend Well, it was actually a Monday and, uh, Wednesday games before Christmas where Wednesday games, quite a few got canceled. So still games to make up, but we're close to the halfway point, kind of, sort of, I don't know, uh, but, uh, starting to get a feel for the league. But for the most part, it's pretty murky in the summit league. Uh, We got Oral Roberts, who is the clear number one team in the league. They're undefeated. uh, Really only had one close call. Uh, That was this past weekend against Kansas City. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, On the back end, a team that was kind of showing some promise earlier uh, in North Dakota, but they just have struggled and then uh, recently lost two games at home against rivals South Dakota and South Dakota State, so uh trouble up there in grand forks it's uh it's just you hate to see it that should be a program that should be better hopefully it gets better uh i don't like to see programs like that struggle but we'll see outside of that in the middle there's kind of two tiers uh there's (coughs) sorry about that gonna be coughing quite a bit during this uh recording there's two tiers first tier uh battling for that second seed is north dakota State, st thomas south dakota south dakota state and then kind of a surprise is kansas city uh no particular order just listing those teams off but uh yeah with north dakota state they were kind of looking a little dead in the water after that was the first a uh, couple games against western and then uh against st thomas but then something has uh Finally clicked with them. Dave's getting that offense running with those uh, young guards. I think or White is going to be a tremendous player for him. Some of those other role players or supporting cast players are really starting to find their their rhythm as well. Um, And then uh, Bowden and Grant and Andrew are really starting to settle in as key members. And uh, Grant has really blown up this last week. Uh, He's all over social media right now. But, yeah, the thing with North Dakota State, can they keep that consistency? Can they keep their head together? Uh, Sometimes tempers get the best with that squad. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, you know, big test this weekend. Can they win outside of North Dakota? That's the only place I believe. Maybe correct me if there's a couple of non-conference games that they won. But I think they've only won in North Dakota so far. St. Thomas, um, a little bit of a similar story great at home they have been winning by double digits at home so far they've won a couple neutral site games but true road games have been kind of their achilles heel they are really in for a tough test this weekend maybe the team that matches up the uh that they match up the worst with in kansas city and then they go to oral roberts which should be a fun one Uh, south dakota after just a bizarre uh december with some off-court issues, head coach uh, Eric Peterson having uh, an injury. He's rumored to be coming back, fully starting to recover. Uh, but, yeah, they had some struggles early on but are starting to figure it out. They did drop one up in Fargo, but you can kind of forgive uh, losing up in Fargo. That's a tough place to win at. But they are uh, they got some tremendous guards. A.J. Plitz-White as their point guard and then uh, Cruz Peril hunt Man, that dude is uh, a shooter and scorer, and he can go off for 30. So, and uh, Tassos Comateros is another big player for them to watch out for. Uh, My Jack South Dakota State, they have been wildly inconsistent this year, up and down. Some days it looks like they're back, and then other games it just that they, they can't they can't seem to find any rhythm, and they're very uh, reliant on. Hoping for Zeke Mayo to go off. Zeke's a tremendous player, but you know when opponents know that uh, everybody else is relying on Zeke to uh, you know be the catalyst every time out, it makes it easy for uh, opponents to scout them. So we'll see. They kind of remind me a little bit of Oral Roberts last year, where that team was always reliant on waiting for Max to get going, and then everybody would start to go. And uh, they kind of had a little setback last year and uh i kind of see some similarities there with south dakota state right now kansas city man full of freshmen with a couple of guards in shamari allen and raquandis mitchell uh, who are upperclassmen i guess you could say and uh they don't play pretty basketball but they play effective basketball they're gonna try and bulldoze you out of your system offensively and uh really make the game ugly and difficult and hard i think this past weekend we saw how good they can be when they uh maybe the game of the year so far against oral roberts they were going back and forth toe-to-toe from start to finish shamari allen hits a wild three to tie the game and then with two seconds left uh my guest here today max ace Smith, uh hits just a wild half court jump shot to swish it in at the buzzer unfortunately our interview was recorded on friday the day before that happened so uh that is why we will not have any uh reaction to that shot in the interview missed it by a day but man that was a crazy game down in tulsa but kansas city they got a great head coach in marvin menzies he is very well accomplished uh an assistant in joe esposito who i knew way back in the day uh was an assistant for tubby smith for a long time that dude can coach and recruit and really uh, connect with players. And they got something special brewing down there with that young crew. And they got two legit all league players in Shamari Allen and uh, Rick Londis Mitchell. So watch out for those guys. This is going to be a fun year. Very, like I said, very murky so far. Uh, games to look out for uh, tomorrow, Thursday. We got St. Thomas, Kansas City. Uh, Most of you that follow me probably know that uh, you're probably following me for my St. Thomas takes just because I am technically a part of their media team and uh, do a lot with them. They take on Kansas City, who I just mentioned, who's been playing some great basketball. And this is a difficult matchup for St. Thomas. Uh, Kansas City, they are big. Uh, They have a lot of 6'6 to 6'9. They even have a 7-footer on their team. Um, And they're big, not just tall and skinny. They are big, and they play a hard pressure defense. They like to blow up your offense. And what makes St. Thomas great is when they can get into their offense. It's kind of a hybrid of a Bo Ryan swing offense motion with some Princeton cuts in there, but up-tempo. It's not boring like that Bo Ryan basketball of old. I am not a fan of that brand, but uh, they play fun, exciting basketball predicated on a lot of, uh, a lot of ball movement, a lot of uh, handoffs, ball screens, cutting action. Uh, when they uh, go through their scoring droughts, it's when they kind of get out of that action and Kansas City is very good at blowing up teams that uh, run a lot of motion concepts and they, they had some success with Oral Roberts this last weekend, so I think that's really going to be the test. Um, another thing in that game to look out for is uh, St. Thomas has struggled on the glass. Kansas City excels on the glass. Uh, can St. Thomas kind of, uh, you know, close the gap there a little bit? Or can KC dominate and really make that uh, be an attribute towards a victory? Um, another thing is uh, turnovers. While St. Thomas isn't big, while well, they don't rebound, as well as others, they can force some turnovers and then they play really good basketball. Kansas City, they're young, they're inexperienced, they turn it over a lot. That's going to be a thing for St. Thomas to try and exploit. So it's really whoever exploits the other's weaknesses. Seems like, duh. But um, I think that's going to be the key here. Can can KC dominate the glass? Um, can, can, can St. Thomas get into their system and really push the pace and outscore Kansas City, who beyond Allen and Mitchell don't offer much in the way of scoring. So that's that's going to be a big thing uh, to watch out for that game. And then uh, next up on Thursday, we have Oral Roberts in Western Illinois. Unfortunately, I'm not going to go deep into this because I don't see it really being much of a competition. It's not a great matchup for Western Illinois. Um, they're, they're talented. They got some scorers uh but they're not as talented they're not as big they're not as athletic as oral roberts and uh oral roberts is just a lot deeper uh they played more guys more talented guys and they have better scores in which you know they basically do what western wants to do but a lot better um and so i just don't see that being much of a competition just the way they match up you know western doesn't play a lot of great defense and if you can't play defense against Oral roberts um you're toast so that's kind of my summary of that game of how i think it goes i think uh oral roberts uh covers there's a 13 and a half point spread so all you uh gambling degenerates out there that's my take on that um then saturday uh back to st thomas and oral roberts i'm really looking forward to this game um Kind of not looking forward to it, but looking forward to it because uh, I got good friends on both sides, really attached to both teams. And so I don't really want to watch either team lose. Um, But I think this is going to be a lot of fun. They're the two highest scoring teams in the league. Uh, They both play with great tempo. Um, The key here in this game, I think, is who can play up tempo without sacrificing efficiency. That's really the key to both teams when they've had success is they've played up-tempo, but they've been efficient in the process. Both teams, when they do that, they normally win. So who can do that better? Who can get the other out of rhythm a little bit? Um, That's going to be kind of the big thing. Uh, You know, I think uh, one thing we kind of saw the other night when um, Oral Roberts played New Mexico was New Mexico had some bigger guards that really – Gave Max and uh, Isaac McBride, who they call Mackey down there. They gave Max and Mackey some fits uh, with that size advantage. That is an advantage St. Thomas is going to have in this game with guys like uh, Kendall Blue, Andrew Rohde. Yes, those guys are known for scoring and uh, pushing the ball in transition, but both can defend very well, both 6'5", 6'6", very long. And then you have Ben Now, who comes off the bench, who's 6'3", 6'4", big, strong guy. And then uh, Ryan Default, who's uh, very small, but he is a bulldog. You know, can those four guys really disrupt uh, Max and Mackey, Or, uh, you know, are those two guys just too good to uh, let a bunch of young dudes uh, get in their heads and uh, mess them up? So that'll be that'll be really what to watch on the perimeter, I think. You know, and another thing is the obvious big one each time is, you know, what did they do? What is St. Thomas, who's got 6'5"? Uh, or 6'6", six, six, I should say, with Parker, and then 6'7", uh, in Brooks. What do they do against Connor Vanover, who's 7'5", and uh, does a lot of pick and pop? Or if he's down low, getting offensive putbacks, how do they stop him? I think this is a game where Ajani Lee, who's been playing a lot better for St. Thomas, he's 6'9", very athletic, very long. He's their best rim protector when he's locked in. This is going to be a game where he might, you know, he could really make a difference, make make that step forward. Last game out, he had 10 and 7. This is going to be an opportunity for him to really uh, use his size and athleticism because he'll be needed in this game. So I really look forward to that. And then um, with some of those guys, kind of the key players canceling each other out, you know, Riley, Riley. Uh, you know, they're going to focus on Riley Miller a lot, Oral Roberts will. So who, who comes out in the X-Factor game between Oral Roberts having Carlos Jurgens, Patrick Mwamba, and Kareem Thompson, St. Thomas with Kendall Blue Brooks-Allen, and uh, Johnny Lee as kind of their X-Factor guys? Um, you know who, who, does, who does better in those matchups as well? That's going to be a fun game, though. So tune in on Saturday. Uh, watch that game. That should be a fun one. And then lastly, preview is the South Dakota showdown series bef- between University of South Dakota and South Dakota State. Um, really, gonna, I think the biggest thing here is, uh, you know, USD, USD's uh, consistency. I think right now they're playing better than South Dakota State. Um, I hate to say that. I'm going to catch a lot of flack from my friends, but I think that's the truth. I think they have a lot of motivation uh, with uh, Eric Peterson coming back from the sounds of it. I know they'll play, be uh, real excited to have their head man, uh, head man back. Uh, they've just had a lot of good guard play between Plitz White, KPH, Archambault, uh, Paul Bruns, and then, uh, yeah, just some great contributions from Damani Hayes and Tassos Comateros in the uh, front court. So, yeah, they, they seem to find their identity. They have their identity better. They've been playing better. But with South Dakota State, they have some really good players. They just haven't quite figured out how to be consistent with it. Between Zeke and Alex Arians, those two should be uh, you know, playing at first uh, league uh, caliber. But right now, it just hasn't quite been there with those two guys. Uh, they can do it. They have shown it, just not every night out. Um, I, I think uh, another thing will be uh, SDSU. They, they do have a better front court than USD, but can they utilize it correctly? I know uh, Hendo doesn't always want to put Will Kyle and Matt Dentling are out there together because they're both five men, uh, you know, that center position. But they are their best players in the front court. So I think you kind of got to figure it out uh, how to play those two together because they are your best two post players. Uh, with luke apple out who it sounds like is probably going to take a medical red shirt from uh everything i've heard and then lastly the x factor is really going to be between Cruz peril hunt and zeke mayo uh both guys can go for 30 on any given night when they're really locked in and playing their game who goes off um i think will be ultimately the difference in that game and so that is uh where where we'll want to watch in that one is you know who can limit the other's uh, star score uh, will be key and um, I th- I expect one of those guys to uh, have tw- at least twenty points if not close to thirty in this game so it de- depends uh, being the game is in Vermillion uh, right now the way the league's going everybody's been struggling on the road so I'm I'm gonna give the nod to South Dakota to take this game I'm sorry jackrabbit nation i'm sorry to my friends but the way they're uh, playing right now i gotta go with the coyotes in this one uh but we'll see i hope i'm surprised from my own you know quiet bias here but uh i'm not real sure but uh with that said we'll transition here into my interview with max A. Smith. uh bear with me we had a little technical issue right off the bat uh, one of uh max's answers right away got cut off so Uh, It's going to be a little awkward uh, transition here in a little bit, so I apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, if you don't know who Max Aismas is, he's a star player for Oral Roberts. He's uh, their point guard, their scorer, their heart and soul. This guy's a unicorn, man. He's he's an All-American. He's a legit All-American Division I basketball player who stuck out with his team for four years. We talk a little bit about that you know, in an era where everybody's transferring because they need to see their name circulate on Twitter. So they want to make their big announcement about hitting the portal and then saying their thank yous and whatnot so they can get more circulation. That's never been an interest of Max. And that's something I've always admired. The guy, you know, he's looked at uh, going pro a couple of times and you can't blame him for that. But uh, when he's decided to come back to school, he's stuck, uh, to his loyalties and to his commitment at Oral Roberts. And I think that's really a fascinating thing to see a guy at his level because most players like Max, once they blow up on the national scene and become a hot commodity, uh, power conference schools, they work the back channels, they get in contact with AU co- uh, coaches, uh, talking to family members and whatnot, and getting whispering uh, to these players about and and I. NI- nil deals that's kind of how that all works out and that's why you see so many kids uh transferring out of uh mid-majors after having successful years but i just think it's really cool to see max finish his career at or Oral roberts uh stick with what he committed to and uh yeah with that said we'll get into my talk with max here uh he'll be up here in a couple of weeks so I'll look out for them but i'll i'll recap that afterwards as well but uh with that said, here's Max. All right, we are here with the man, the myth, the legend, midcourt Max A. Smith. How's it going, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing tremendous. Hey, thanks for coming on here. It's uh, you know, not every day I get to talk with the Division I all American basketball players. Cool <laughs> to uh, have you make the time here for me. So really appreciate that, dude. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Max, we'll uh, you know, just kind of get into it here. You guys are having a tremendous season. Obviously, you know, you you had a very difficult uh beginning to the year with a, uh, you know, very difficult schedule, but lately you guys have been on Floyd to terror, especially since the Tulsa game. You know, just talk a little bit about how that's going for you guys. Just taking it one game at a time, one day at a time and
1: um trying to get trying to get back to that tournament, trying to get back to the tournament.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, you know, really When you guys went over to Tulsa, that's when everything really started to click for you guys. You got more into a rhythm, uh, Mm -hmm. more patient. The offense really started to flow again, uh, more to what you guys are accustomed to doing. And then uh, really on the defensive end, you know, Mm -hmm. certain dividends with you guys, especially being a three-point shooting team. Sometimes long rebounds uh, can make it hard to get back. But, you know, what seemed to click for you guys when that game Cause that seemed to be the turning point for you guys where you've been on this role now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's just a big game, um, you know, in general, just
1: just the rivalry, um, you know, for, for us, for the alumni. Um, so just that being a big game, but um, us having the right approach and, and trying to play for a whole 40 minutes. I think that uh, early in the season we had, you know, spurts where we played, you know, our brand of basketball, locked in defensively um, let offense find it, find itself. And, I think uh, kind of that whole month of December is kind of where we started to put it all together. Um, You know, just understanding that there might be some nights where our shots aren't falling, but um, our defensive effort can always be, you know, at the top. And so uh, we just want to have
0: that right approach and and go in and play a full 40 minutes now. Nice. Uh, You know, one thing that's gone real well for you guys, uh, you know, in today's era with the with the transfer transfer portal and whatnot, you guys really, you know, survived last year. A lot lot of mid-majors that have quality players seem to get, you know, poach, but you guys were able to keep your core intact and that adds some mm-hmm. valuable members like Connor and Patrick. Mm-hmm. And you know, how has that been going? Molding them in because you know they bring a different, you know, different elements to the game that maybe you haven't played with before or maybe you have a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, talk about how you know mixing those two guys into uh the team because they've been a huge asset. It's not like they're just rolling sure. a very big and big part right. of the process.
1: Yeah. I mean, Patrick uh, first, just the energy he plays with, you know, he
0: has just a high
1: motor, um, you know, always locking in defensively, um, trying to get old boards. Um, and then you got Connor who, you know, seven five can protect the rim um, and step out and shoot the ball. And so um, like you said, those are just two key pieces to um, what we have. And, you know, we're, we're just figuring everybody out. You know, we've, we've kind of figured everybody out, kind of built that chemistry and we're just going to continue to build that. And so, um, you know, them coming from different programs, you know, they've, they play high level basketball too. So they know what it takes to win. And you add that to, you know, some of the guys that we have returning from that uh, sweet 16 team, I think uh, we're heading in the right direction.
0: You know, now that you guys have really gelled it together, what are some of the similarities you see, you know, with that team in 2021? Because now, especially with Connor, you can really, really do that pit, uh, ball screen action, pick and pop, mm-hmm. you get doubled, whatnot. You know, what are some of the similarities that you're seeing there?
1: Yeah I mean like you said that uh, pick and pop is, is one of the similarities um but I think this year the team just um you know we got we got really an all around team you know we get um key contributions from everybody you know uh night in night out and you know the I think a big difference too is just this year is Guys that return from that team, they have that experience playing at that level um so we know what it takes to win at the highest level, and so um we can you know bring that every day in practice um and games too and then you got you know Connor, who came from a program who um was in the elite eight you know they actually beat us so but
0: you know uh,
1: <laughs> they, they all they know how to win him and patrick and um it's it's big
0: for us you're about you're about two inches away from beating him that year you're I- right, you're right. I still remember that shot. So, you know, don't yeah. get too confident about that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Max, for you, you've had uh, really an exciting journey here at Oral Roberts. You, you know, you're really becoming kind of a unicorn in today's game, you know, playing your full career there. You came mm-hmm. as a freshman, you know, you had uh, playing alongside DeAndre. He was kind of that lead guard. You are playing mm-hmm. side him. You had a tremendous uh, freshman year. And then uh, your sophomore year, you really exploded onto the scene and uh you know talk about you know what you learned from him and what it was like to go from you know being kind of the running mate to being the guy that mm-hmm. you had in the last three years
1: I mean playing with a guy you know like dre um you know he transferred in you know from Little Rock um, where he actually he was a freshman they made the tournament and I mean just a guy like that just you know having the experience of you know playing high level basketball um understanding what it takes to win and um, just just looking at his habits, you know, how he approaches, you know, every single day um, was big. And then um, going into my sophomore year, just understanding that uh, we were going to need somebody to step into that role. And, you know, for me, it was, you know, why not it be me? And so um, just took that next step in my game and, and tried to elevate.
0: Nice, nice. And uh, for you personally, you know, you've – I think what I really enjoy watching about you over the past few years since covering you guys is just the improvements you've made. You have mm-hmm. – and, you know, you haven't settled just because you had this wild year in 2021. You get right. to improve 2021. After that 21 year, you went through the draft process. You got some valuations and feedback. You know, what did mm-hmm. you learn in that process?
1: Uh, I mean, you learn a lot. I mean, just, uh, I mean, one, just the important of to care of your body. You know, traveling city to city, um, changing time zone to time zone, sleep schedule messed up. Um, so you know, it's it's a different life being a pro, and so um, to kind of get some of that experience, I think was big for me, um, just learning experience, and then um, just understanding what it takes, you know, at the NBA level, you know, which is the highest level where I'm trying to get to, uh, was big as well.
0: Yeah, during that off season, you put on quite a bit of weight. You know, you're pretty, you're a pretty slight, uh, you know, skinnier guy. You're first, <laughs> right, right. You 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 ditched the t shirt. You know, uh, the, the guns out there, all that. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. Was that one of the big feedbacks is like, hey, you got to get a little bigger because, you know, you're going to take some bumps out here? Yeah, I think that was probably um,
1: the one of the biggest ones, kind of the most obvious, kind of just going through the process, was that, um, you know, to play in a game, I'll have to put on some weight for sure.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I think that definitely helps you because a lot of people, they, they think of you and your shooting, you know, mm-hmm. the, the midcourt Max nickname, but, mm-hmm. you know, just the other night, you – I think you went to the charity strike, what, 15, 16, 17 times? Right. You know, I think what makes you so dangerous is when guys try to run you off the line, mm-hmm. you can put your head down and take it to the rack, and you're not afraid right. to contact. So, you know, how do you take care of yourself? Because you take some big hits when you're going right.
1: to.
0: Right.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm used to it now. You know, I'm just used to it. Um, I play through a lot. But, I mean, just, um, you know, wanting to be more than just a one-dimensional player. Um, you know, wanting to have um, different aspects of my game that help the team um, so that it, it makes it tougher to guard me, but also makes it tougher to guard the whole team. And So uh, we all just feed off one uh, one another
0: um, and, you know, we're molding really well. Yeah, it's it's been fun to watch you guys. You got a lot of great pieces. Um, you know, I think what really shows how well you guys are have become is when you played South Dakota State, you scored, mm-hmm. what, eight points, maybe something right. like that. And right. you guys, you, you doubled up, you know, that's my alma mater. You guys doubled up my boys. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but you know, I think I think that shows just massive signs of how this team has come together is that you can have it. Right. You only took like six shots that night, only scored eight yeah. points, but you got right. one of your best games. So I think it just goes to show how everybody has really stepped their game up, elevated. And so that's gotta be fun for you to not feel like you mm-hmm. ought to the shoulder the lower.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like that night specifically, I mean, just, you know, DJ and CV had it going. And so, you know, why go away from that, you know? So we were just feeding them and um, letting them work and and just, you know, locking in defensively.
0: Nice. Uh, Last off season, uh, you, you tested the waters again, went through the process this time you got connected up with uh, Trey young worked out Mm -hmm. in the summer, you know, Hey, how'd you get connected with him? Did you know him beforehand or out mm-hmm. uh, and just talk about what it's like to work with, you know, a top NBA pro like that.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that my same freshman year, I was here with, um, RJ Fuquay And so, um, he kind of works, uh, he kind of works in that, um, kind of whole organization over there with, with, Trey and everything. And so okay. um, kind of, I got connected, um, with him, um, and just kind of try to figure out what worked best, um, to get out there. Um, And like you said, work out with, you know, a guy who's had success at the level I'm trying to get to. And so um, just being out there for a week and um, trying to pick up on little things and and little tricks that, you know, he does to have success at that level that I'm trying to get to uh,
0: was big for sure. Definitely a good guy to, uh, you know, work with. Very similar Way you can play, uh, similar kind of body body styles and you know, being able to talk to a guy who's maybe not a bigger guard in the league and how right. adjusted to that is did you talk to talk to him a lot about kind of the mental approach and uh you know what he goes to day in, day out? Yeah, I mean, I got to talk to him a little bit about that,
1: um, for sure. Um, and you know, for me, just um kind of watching, you know, the way he approaches everything. Um, you know, like you said, a guy who Um, is kind of similar in size and, um, you know, is able um, to have success playing against, you know, seven footers and, you know, all these bigger, stronger, you know, taller athletes. And so um, just learning what I could from him and um, trying to add that to my own game. Nice. And then, uh,
0: yeah, you know, like I alluded to earlier, you know, you're a bit of a unicorn these days, uh, staying at your school for all four years while you're in college, however long your, you know, college career is staying at one school. Today's Mm -hmm guys are jumping around it seems like every year
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, what makes World roberts special to you because you know let, let let's all I'll be honest i'm sure there's some big power conference teams that would have liked the services of max ace but <laughs> loyal to coach mills and the team you know what what is it about that program that school that city that makes you want so much that you're, you're going to stay there and not be you know taken away by you know some of these bigger programs
1: Right. I mean, I think the school itself uh, is just so supportive. Um, And then um, just kind of the relationship I have with the coaching staff, um, you know, going into my, coming into my freshman year, you know, I didn't have many offers. I probably had, you know, like five offers or something. And so um, for them to take a chance on me and and believing in me um, was big for me. And so just uh, building that relationship that I have with them. Um, And then, you know, feeling like a coach put together a good roster that um, could win. And so, um, believing that, you know, we could win here um, and get back to the tournament was uh, was also big for me. And So um, I think, you know, those two things were kind of big for me and coming back here. And, you know, I think we're heading in the right direction um, as far as, you know, being able to win. Uh, we just have to continue to improve, um, have the, the right approach every day. And, you know, Coach always says the enemy of good is being great. Um, and so we don't want to get complacent
0: uh, with where we are right now. Uh, we want to take that next step. Nice. Yeah, I think you know. I think you made a very good decision there because you know a lot of guys. Yeah, they might be able to play at power five uh, levels just like you would be able to. But you never know what's going to work out there. Where mm. you know, at, Oral Roberts? You're continuing to play thirty five minutes a game. You're putting film right. there, and I think that's what's most important when you're at right. that next level. And you guys play right. a difficult schedule enough to for them to see going against you know high right. teams. And so I think that's definitely. You made a good move there in terms of you know right because that's how it's gonna be what's important and right right you know kind of feeding off of that you're you're very uh you know guy a lot of, a lot of times these you know guys get so caught up in social media needing to see their name circulating on Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. or not you know where how do you stay grounded because you're a guy that you know could have you know all the excuses in the world of getting distracted by that because you're. A darling you went through a six, sweet 16 run people right but you but non you know what what keeps you that way I think just having the
1: uh, right people in my circle um and also maintaining the same approach that I had before any of this happened you know whenever I was you know under recruited and, and not really looked at just having the right mindset of I'm just going in and, and controlling what I can control and, and getting better every day and so um you know we went through uh, the whole sweet 16 and everything and um, kind of got some buzz behind my name, but that doesn't change, you know, the things that got me to that point, uh, which is having, you know, that work ethic. If only, if anything, it just made me increase it and take that next step. Um, and then just having the right people, you know, not always, not just trying to tell you how good you are, but um, always, you know, there's always room for improvement um, and having people in your circle that, you know, tell you that, you know, there's definitely areas that, you know, I can be better at. Yeah, you,
0: You're just a great example to the young guys that, you know, come up through the ranks. In college, just because you have been able to stay like that. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, you've really been able to focus on what's important. What's important, right. XA Smith, is to make it to that next level, whether it's MBA. Right. you know, you got a career ahead of you. And mm-hmm. your focus right now is making sure that you have that professional career and it'd be a long one. So, you know, right. you're. Example for young kids coming up and just seeing hey, you don't have to get caught up in that business, you know, right. yeah, fun and there's nothing wrong with it, just don't let it be your life. And so definitely yeah, to see that, Max. You that's one of the fun things about following you so far. Appreciate that for sure. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll uh we'll end here with some fun ones, you know. Through All the process right. since uh following you guys uh to the sweet 16 run back when I was doing more blogging, uh Back in 20, 2020, 2021, started mm-hmm. getting to know, uh, some of the coaches. Uh, Coach Patterson, in particular, has become a really good friend of mine. One thing I always tease him about is there's been a couple of videos out there of a little celebration dance, <laughs> the piano Incredible. dance. Yeah, the you piano dance. Uh, the piano dance. How, how do you cur- critique Coach Pat's uh, piano dance moves and wh- where could he improve there? Man, uh, I think he does a good job on it. You know, the, the
1: first time i seen it, uh, we kind of laughed at it, and then uh, we won um, that round of 32 game. We we'll beat Florida, and he came in doing a dance, and, and we're all big fans of it. Um, and so uh, we know we win a big game. You know, win the, win the conference championship. That, that move definitely got to come out. We might come out with it too.
0: I, I yeah, I always joke with him. I, t- I told I texted one time not too long ago about doing the piano dance, and he goes, "That's for March only." That's exactly March. exactly I, I, big I, I, games. That's where that comes out. Big games. Nice. And then, uh, you know, because you, uh, you have the name, court Max, um, you, because you can make some wild shots, some deep shots. Mm-hmm. The team can put up the best challenge to you in a game of horse. And would it ever be close?
1: Uh, let's see. I mean, shooting wise, I might, I might have to go with like a, like Mackie or Trey, uh, you know, they, they can both shoot the ball real well too. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm a win though. You know what I'm saying? That's just my confidence. I got myself, but I think those, (laughs) those two would be a good game with them.
0: Any, any guys that, whether it be the summer league or the, uh, or in college basketball in general, that you'd love to challenge the game of course, see, see how you match up with someone else.
1: Uh, I, we we actually play, um, uh, Liberty, uh, Darius McGee, but he is he has some wild shots, you know, he, He has a couple of threes hit with the left hand, you know, some crazy and one threes. Uh, So that that would be pretty fun, I think.
0: Yeah, that was a fun game. That was a good matchup. It lived up to the hype between you two guys. And so it was was cool to see you guys, you know, two mid major uh, teams with, you know, really high quality level players. And you guys, you know, put on a show that night to show, you know, what kind of basketball it is at this level that it's not, you know, it's high quality basketball, whether it's right or whatnot. And so, yeah, that was a fun night. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Max. You know, one thing. Hey, quick shout out to you. Um, I need to get a midcourt Max T-shirt. Where would one go to get one of those?
1: Uh they should be on the um the ORU bookstore. ORU should be bookstore. On
0: the,
1: yeah, it should be on the on the website. Um, and then I think they got some in person too. We could we could okay. talk about
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, lo- love to get one of those, especially when you guys maybe when you guys come up here in a few. Amen. At- because I'll be, I'll definitely be at at that uh St. Thomas game. So, yes sir. See you guys and look forward to catching up with you and uh you know talking to you maybe a little bit before or after the game and and mm-hmm. hopefully things continue the way it is for you guys. You can stay healthy, but uh yeah, Max, I, I appreciate this dude. It was uh, a lot of fun talking sure. and I'll let you get back to your business and uh oh, man. Yeah, no, you got KC tomorrow, so best of luck with that game. Appreciate that. Appreciate you having me, my yeah. man. All right. Thanks, Max. You have a good night, man. All right. Take care. See ya. Well, that was a lot of fun to talk to Max. He's a really good dude. A lot of, very easy to talk to. I think, I think I, uh, underestimated how easy it was to talk to him. It got a little wordy sometimes when you're talking to college, uh, basketball players or athletes in general, they kind of, uh, stick to the the couple worded answers and you have to really pry things out of them. But, uh, Man, that was a lot of fun to hear from him, talk about his experience at Oral Roberts. And what can you say about a guy who's, you know, a multi-time All-American and stuck at a mid-major school for four years? That's truly going to be something that we don't see often uh, in this transfer era that we're currently in when it comes to college athletics. So, you know, a lot of fun for the fans at Oral Roberts, fans of Summit League hoops and less he's beating your team i guess you could say but uh just a good dude uh one thing i'm embarrassed that i didn't uh, talk about on that in that interview is uh he's a biomedical chemistry major which that alone i had trouble saying so that should tell you how smart you must be to be a biomedical chemistry major um, and to play at the highest level, to play at an all American caliber level, the amount of time he's got to put into the gym and then to do that as well as your education, that's just amazing. Um, hoping, uh, to do a little bit more with Max here in the coming weeks when they come up to play St. Thomas, um, maybe, uh, get to spend some time with them at their hotel the night before, or maybe, uh, catch Max afterwards hoping to do more uh video interview content to put on my twitter page as well with uh players and coaches around the league as uh these remaining weeks uh trickle down leading to the tournament here but uh yeah just a great uh, great deal of fun there and uh also want to give a shout out to uh my good friend Sam Patterson who uh assistant coach there or Roberts who then uh got me in touch with their sports information director Jarrett Hardwick I know Jared gets a lot of media requests to talk to Max. So um, very humbled and honored to uh, have them make some time for me to talk to Max. So very, very thankful for that. So, guys, if you're listening, really appreciate you letting me do this. And thanks again, Max. Uh, everybody else listening, uh, that will just about wrap this episode up. Hopefully uh, I kicked this COVID bug here and I can get back to uh, – the St. Thomas campus to do some more uh, content with them, do some more Tim with the Tom segments with players and uh, hoping to do an interview here in the coming week uh, or two with one of their assistant coaches, Cameron Rundles, who's a Minnesota native, a guy I've become good friends with and uh, who I love talking to every time I'm over there. We're going to have a lot of fun sitting down talking hoops and just uh just talking his whole journey from being a professional, meeting his wife overseas uh, to now being an assistant Division One basketball coach. So looking forward to that, and then hopefully uh, sitting down with uh, Coach Tower again over there as well. But uh, for those of you listening, thank you. Um, you know, even if it's 10 of you, 15 of you, 30 of you, whatever the number may be, uh, whoever listens, thank you so much. I do this for fun, so as long as they're an audience, I'll keep you doing it. And uh, I love being able to cover college basketball through this. So have a great night. Bye.